Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England. Oh my goodness, what a shot. And the runs are blowing. On TalkSport 2. Hi everybody and a warm welcome to our coverage of the third day's play of the second test match between West Indies and England. This game being played at the famous Kensington Oval in Barbados and yesterday's play lit up by Ben Stokes. One of the most thrilling innings you'd ever wish to see and Stokes himself in interviews afterwards said one of the most special for him emotionally of course because of the loss of his father and that the trauma that he suffered over the last year in various manners. And the fact is that Ben Stokes admitted to struggling in Australia. Well, we saw the very best of him yesterday here. We saw good with the ball in Antigua. We saw brilliant with the bat in Barbados. So Stokes definitely back. Joe Root a tremendous hundred. England very convincing. 507 for nine declared. West Indies 71 for one in reply. Not without alarm but certainly some resilience shown by Craig Brathwaite and uh, Shamar Brooks and and the fact is that we've got a, a proper contest on our hand. A little bit of spin out there for Jack Leach that makes it quite interesting to watch. And the test match is not just alive and well, but uh, riveting. After a dull old start when England just blocked on that first morning, boy, have we come back with, well, not quite a bang, but certainly much fascination. So the situation as we get underway here on the third day is that West Indies have a deficit of 436 to deal with. They'll want a steady start here. What you don't want when you come into the third morning, often a very important day in the test match, is a bad first hour that lifts one or the other of the two sides. You want to try to keep an even keel of the match for this first hour. Very important with Greg Brathwaite and Shamar Brooks are right on it first thing. So too, those England bowlers, as we've just heard, as I mentioned, Alex Tudor will stay in his commentary seat and uh, Neil Manthorpe will now pick things up. 71 for one. Uh, Matt Fisher is going to start with two slips and a gully. 
in conventional catching positions. Uh, first delivery is bang on the money, and uh, Craig Brathwaite plays it away defensively up towards mid-off. Ollie Pope's on the field, start of uh, start of play, as uh, the Bahami Army <laughs> launch into their traditional first ball of the day rendition of uh, Jerusalem. Jack Leach is um, looking very determined. He's almost scowling. First delivery is bang on the money. Beautifully bowled. Shamar Brooks, I think... Did he bring the bat inside the line of that or was he a bit late? Did he, did he actually play a miss and, and then try to pretend that uh, he was um, drinking, bringing the bat inside that he played at that, didn't he? Yeah, a little bit of played at that and then dragged the bat. The old Kent leaves, they used to say, when you draw the bat back into your pads. It is quite breezy, but it was, it was windier yesterday. The wind was quite a bit stronger yesterday. Leach in once more. Beautiful delivery. That one definitely fizzes past the outside edge. And by way of celebration, Ben Folks not only takes it cleanly, but whips the bales off. Not that Brathwaite had dragged his back foot out of the crease not by any means that's turning from straight manners which is good to see which will give him a lot of encouragement and send shockwaves in that West Indian batting lineup and see if he has to just continue to do that don't get bored you wanted something on Jack Leach yes please uh, Jack Leach when bowling through right handers uh, from day three four and five in test matches averages 19 with the ball so he's not a particularly good first innings bowler. He does obviously much prefer it when it spins. There's actually a couple of spinners I found in the world who prefer the um, uh, to bowl early on in a test match. Uh, Nathan Lyon and Dan Vittoria too. I think Stuart McGill weirdly was another one as well, um, which doesn't make as much sense. Uh, but that's not the case with Leach. He's much more traditional. I was just going to say that might be, you know, when he plays at Somerset Taunton. It's always day three, four, it's or five. It's always day three or four. So he's learned that way. I always remember Swanee when he was at North Hans, He went, to, he went away, went to Trent Bridge to learn for when he plays in Test cricket. That's why I think Leach is an ideal second spinner because I think he's really good when the pitch is in his favour. You can take him on any tour and any time you need a second spinner. He struck where he struggles is really that first innings and occasionally on very flat pitches. Um, but uh, so he's averaging 19 against right-handers uh, towards the end of Test matches. Shamar Brooks. Craig Brathwaite, Jermaine Blackwood, Jason Holder, all right-handers. Yep. If he's if he's ever going to you know take a bag, this is a, it's a good way to start. That's yes, it is out. Thought it was going to drop short of the man at backward point. The cut stroke from Brooks, the top edge, it loops, and forward he dives. I'm not yet sure who he is, but they're all congratulating. Is it Chris Wokes who took the catch? I'm trying to have a look now, Mark. It's a bad shot. He's not got on top of it. He's flowed up, yes, and it's Chris Wokes with a good diving catch in front of him. And Jack Leach gets his first wicket of the day. And Shamar Brooks has to depart for 39. West Indies, 83 for two. Live here on Talksport 2. Here comes Leach now. Balls to Bonner. Bonner is beaten with a beautiful delivery. Pitched on middle stump. Moved across to be played at it. And very well taken there by Folks. But this is very good and encouraging bowling for England. In once again. This one is down the leg side and swept away by Nkuma Bonner. Badly lined and gets the treatment. His first boundary very much in control of that shot. Well watched. Played from high to low over the ball. 
and got it in the gap for four. Here he comes again as he passes the umpire. Balls now and this delivery is driven handsomely through extra cover. Runs here for Bonner. I think it's going to get into the boundary. Yes, it does. So another handsome stroke there from Nkrumah Bonner. First the sweep shot and then the extra cover drive. And I think the captain might be thinking, perhaps just give Leach after the first hour a bit of a break from this end. And that was effortless from Nkrumah Bonner. Overpitched outside off stump and he just lent into that one, didn't overhit it, just timed it, caressed it almost, and the ball raced away. Here is uh, Ben Stokes once again, hit on the pad, LBW appear, up goes the finger. Ben Stokes has made something happen, unless it's overruled. The West Indies are 101 for three. Ben Stokes, when you need a job done, go to Ben TV Stokes. To director. They reviewed it. Review for LBW. <laughs> the original decision given is out. Oh, he nicked it. Doesn't appear to be any bat involved. Oh, it does. But I like to use <laughs> Ultraage to confirm whether there's contact between bat oh, and man, ball. I missed it. I'm seeing things now, man. I'll tell you, I think it's hit it. Yeah, there's a move. As Look. the ball goes past the bat. I think he has hit it. It's hard to conclude whether there's bat involved. No. I don't think it's that hard. Actually, just bring it back. To I think me again. there's a deflection, isn't there? Goffey, back me Go up. Forward, forward, forward. Yeah, I think it's missed the bat. Satisfied with that. Let's go to ball is tracking, please. Ball tracking. Ball tracking. Outside, off. Impacts in line. Look, it it is just hitting the top of middle. He's on his way. Nigel on field. Nigel, I'm going to ask you to stay with your original out decision. Well, on screen now, maybe he's on signal. test debut in the middle. Is umpire Nigel do good, and he gets a. He, he gets uh, the right decision, but I tell you what, and Krimar Bonner, I, I just, I mean, it's, it is hard because the bat is very close to the pad, but I really thought there was a deflection there. Anyway, as I said, if you want a job doing, if you need a breakthrough, if you m need to make something happen, Ben Stokes is your man. Ben Stokes is your man, um, and he, he wants more responsibility. He's hungry this tour. He wants to perform for England. And he is doing. Um, I thought he was quite unlucky there, Bonham. I, I absolutely was convinced he'd nicked it. The first initial thoughts. You could see the deflection of movement onto the pad. But, hey, we're not there. We're not at the ground. We're not got that job of making that decision. And he's stuck with the umpire's decision. And Stokes gets the breakthrough, as <laughs> he often does. And it's 101 for three now here on TalkSport 2. The West Indies in trouble. That nips back. Is it going down the leg side? I think it is. It's a quick delivery from Stokes. Hammers into the pads. He doesn't even bother to review it. He knows in his heart it did too much. Root looks. Nobody seems keen. They've got three seconds, two seconds, one second gone. He can no longer review. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that looked like it was clipping leg. Oh, it could easily have been given. If it had, got, mm. it had gone with the umpire's decision there, it would have been out, wouldn't it? Well, hang on. I've got to interrupt you because that was knocking leg stump out. And if England had reviewed it, they'd have got it. Goffey, well done. You're spot on. Mm. Amazing, isn't it? You got an interest in the Gold Cup? Uh, no, I've, um, I had a nice little uh, ghost um, early on. First race. Came in as a nice winner, but... Um, I'm not really into it, really. Not really into the old horse racing. Never really. No. Yeah, not really I into it. I thought you had a little punt. No, no. Oh. Well, I don't know what's going on as Stokes plays a bowls it back of a length and it's defended by Blackwood. All I know is that if I'd had a bet, it would have been on Galvin. Don't even know who that is. It's a horse. 
Oh, it's wide and driven. Half volley, threw it out there. Definite plan from Stokes. On another day, it might be nicked, but not this time. Blackwood is away with a, a lovely cover drive for four. Yeah, they had to happen at some point. You just keep bowling half volley after half volley. And Blackwood eventually gets older one and hits it through the gap. And it runs away for four. And as we're watching now, Ben Stokes having a nice little chat to him. Mind games. Brilliant. This is why we love cricket. <laughs> that was quite remarkable, actually. Um, Brathwaite and Blackwood were chatting in the middle of the pitch and Ben went and joined them with he a big smile on his face and probably said, you know how lucky you were, <laughs> last over. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably said something to him, didn't he? Oh, eventually, after 15, 16 deliveries without getting off the mark, he eventually hit a half volley in the middle of the bat. As it's Mahmood comes in now and balls to Craig Braffitt. And Braffitt on this occasion is driving pleasantly straight to the mid-on area and there will be no run. Is that lunch? Yes, it is. Umpire Joe Wilson says lunch and time. So the West Indies, after being 100, uh, after being 71 for one, rather, at the close of play, with England 507 for nine declared, they go to lunch at 114 for three. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. Welcome back to the Kensington Oval, Barbados. The West Indies had a quiet session, I think it's fair to say. A very quiet session. Resuming this morning on uh, 71 for one, they progressed to 114 for three. If uh, the scoring of 35 runs can be called described as progress, but uh, that's what they did. 45, a big pardon. 45 runs for the loss of two wickets. Craig Brathwaite, the captain, is 44 not out from 163 balls. Jermaine Blackwood has seven from 24. Might have been given out LBW before he'd scored. Replays, uh, Hawkeye replays showed that uh, the ball was hitting leg stump. England didn't review the not out decision. Jack Leach with the first delivery after lunch. And it's blocked off the back foot defensively by Blackwood up towards mid-on. And, and the difference is, they don't seem to have anybody who will probably be able to up the tempo like a Stokes or like a Root did. And, and, and a Lawrence, it looks like it's just a matter of survival for these. And that's always difficult. If you, as a bowler, especially a spinner, if you know they're just going to defend, 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 defend. You can just keep putting the ball in the same place time and time again, and pressure just builds. Here's Jack Leach, bowls, leg side, sweep shot, nicely done by Craig Brathwaite. Just gets enough bat on it to beat the leg slip, and it's trundling down towards the boundary and hits the boundary now as Zach Crawley gives chase. That's a good shot from Craig Brathwaite, and it brings up the West Indian captain's half-century. He hasn't played too many scoring shots, but that was an opportunity, and he did not spurn it. It was uh, very full, outside, pitching outside leg stump, wrong line from Jack Leach, and uh, Craig Brathwaite has uh, gone to 50 from 167 balls. Yeah, just getting a bit greedy there, Jack Leach. It's just hang in there. I mean, the frustration will be there because he's wanting a big game, isn't he? And he's got to hang in there and just keep his, be patient. It's quicker one, again, outside the off stump, and flatter, and it's punched nicely off the back foot. That's a good shot from Jermaine Blackwood. Chase on for Johnny Bairstow, and oh, he's dived, he's tried to scoop <laughs> it back, and he's just missed the flick with his fingers, and he's landed over the boundary triangles, and the ball has followed him. 
Oh, that one of those frustrating ones that keeps you interested right up until you and the ball arrive at the boundary at the same time. Johnny Bester did all the hard work. He got after it, stopped it, but just didn't quite get hold of the ball, and it rolled away. That's when he just wished he'd still got his gloves on. <laughs> back goes Blackwood and picks the spot beautifully. That's an excellent back, back foot drive. I, I like watching this guy play, actually. I said a moment ago, he gets a lot of bat on ball, Steve. Yeah, he does. He's played two nice back foot shots now off Jack Leach through extra cover and just talking on TV to Ian Bishop and no rotation of strike, not looking to be proactive before lunch, Mark. Sometimes you can get in this cocoon bubble where you just defend, defend, defend and it might need a break to go and talk to Batten coach or even coach Phil Simmons. And Phil Simmons might have been saying, look, you're playing brilliantly, boys, defensively, nicely, but if you can just look for the singles... That might be something that they haven't really been thought of. They've just been thinking, right, defend, defend, defend. They come out with a better intent after lunch. Harvey, what would, what, what, what's the, what's the goss in the um, media centre? Um, not a lot. Disappointment for Mark Wood that he's gone home. I think, or he's going home. I think that's a huge blow for for English cricket, especially on surfaces like this. You need a fast bowler, whether it's Joffre's knocking about here, but he's going to be a while away. Same with Ollie Stone. He was in Antigua. He looked, to be fair, I watched Ollie Stone bowl a few times in Antigua, and he looked in good order. He looked in really good order. I thought he's not far away from playing cricket, and then he said he's probably not looking to play until the start of the T20 Blast and potentially 100, which obviously raised my eyebrows because he looked in, in a good place. So I think that's more volume of overs. Um, and the rest, I think England have, have bowled nicely for me in the, that first session. But there's not a real, real, not, not happening when it comes to gossip, Mark. I think oh, it's good gossip. I like it. Um, yeah, I think we haven't really talked much about Mark Wood, Harmy. But um, have you spoken to him? Because I, you know, given it's taken a whole year to begin to get Jofra Archer right with his elbow problem, I'm worried for him. Yeah, it's not. I spoke to him last night, um, and I don't think it's as bad. It's nowhere near as bad as what Joffre's was. I think Joffre's was more broken elbow. I think he had a broken bone in it. And I think Marks is more just a little bit of, uh, I think a little bit of soreness, a little bit of um, floating bone, if anything, that's off, where you get sometimes in your knee where there's a lot of fluid goes around it. And I think when, obviously, from a bowling point of view, your right elbow, when it first starts, it seems to be really pa uh, really painful. So from that point of view, I don't think it's as bad, anywhere near as bad as Jofra. But I think, Mark, the worrying thing from an England point of view is we keep having our, our prize asset, 90-mile-an-hour bowlers, and we keep getting them injured. And I'll go back to me and Mark Butcher were commentating on, on the Ashes and Mark, Mark Woods bowling just before the declaration and thinking, what on earth is he bowling there for? Same with Ben Stokes the other day in Antigua. That's a lovely late in swinger, but don't worry about it. It's a half volley and it's been punched through mid-off and rolls away for four. An excellent stroke from Brathwaite. That's a man who's in and seeing it well because the ball did move. Yeah, I'm worried about it too. I, I think it's a flaw in Joe Rudy. He does overbowl him a bit. But I'm worried about Mark Wood because of, of the amount that goes into every ball that he bowls. I mean, for him to be effective, it has to be 
all of the time. Here he comes and balls to Blackwood, who's on the front foot, plays it defensively, but it just drops in front of the short leg fielder. Played with soft hands, which is always a plus when you're going to be defending. Ball popping up, got the short leg fielder there. Waiting to pouch a catch as he balls again, and Blackwood is driving expansively. Three extra cover, that might very well get into the boundary. It does, that's gone for four. Didn't realise he pierced an offside field. A bounty to end the over. Roots disgusted by that, but Blackwood now gets into the 30s in 33, and after 67 overs, the West Indies are 162 for three. Here is uh, Stokes once again up to the crease now. Bowls and uh, Brathwaite pushes it up towards Chris Wokes, and uh, there's no run. I just um, just think of the of seven-year-olds, and I, I, I mean, I. Yeah, we, we, I was. I coached. I coached at school. I coached at like five, six-year-olds. Seven-year-old, I mean... I wasn't even like playing with a hard ball at the well, age of seven. Eight. Manners, I'm do you remember when we played with uh, Chris Silverwood's kids? I think his son was eight and bowled out Sam Ellard from TalkSport. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just standard, isn't it? You know, <laughs> I, I mean, Ellard would have wanted him banned. Stokes again, forward to Brathwaite, pushes it up towards mid-on, and uh, there's no run. That game was actually at Newlands. Um, and, uh, and, yeah... They were very, very promising. Look out for Chris Silver. You got very I, I, short odds on his his boys playing. I, for I bet you the lads didn't give Sam any stick whatsoever. <laughs> that's not even the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to Sam Allard in a cricket game I played with him. Another time he got so tired that he brought a chair out onto the outfield, and I thought Bats was going to go over and beat him with the chair. Sam Allard is uh, one of the um, up and coming. In fact, he's up now. He uh, produces at Talksport. And uh, he was on tour with us um, for the. Um he's a talk sports star. You don't have to explain it. They he's listen to him. He's on the morning show. He's on the morning he show, isn't he? With uh, Ali McQuaid and but I, I just Laura Woods. Thought, thought for the benefit of those who didn't, didn't remember. Yeah, well, for Alan those who were going, well, it can't be the same. Sam, Sam Allard is on the morning show. It is. Did you know Joel Garner, Alex? Yes, I've been very lucky enough and blessed to to know the great man. I remember my dad introduced me to him. When they were here in 84, um, it was at Lord's. He was in the team bus. He was in the door, taking up the whole door. And my dad introduced me to him. And as years go on, uh, you know, obviously go to Barbados a lot. My parents are from there. And one day in Oystens, my wife was with me. And I said, uh, I just saw the silver, the silver streak on his head. I said, oh, that's the bird. She was like, who's the bird? Anyway, took her over to meet him. And uh, he stood up. She couldn't believe the size of the man. And then he shook her hand and his hand took up her arm. She, was, she goes, well, baby, I know you're, you're six foot five and you're big, but geez, he's massive. Short and punched beautifully. That's going to go through the cover. That should get to the boundary for Blackwood. Should also bring his house sentry. Gets there now. Jermaine Blackwood, a very patient and resolute 50. Well battered from him, showing that kind of responsibility that perhaps was not shown in the last test match with the vice captain getting some applause now from Monte Desai who's the batting coach of the West Indies team and also the members of the West Indies team and even some of the Barmy Army 196-3 Blackwood 50 from 113 6 fours. one ball before T I guess and this delivery oh! is beaten in as he comes forward there was Blackwood probing beaten all ends up taken by the keeper and that's over T and time here at Kensington Oval we're at the West Indies 71 for 1 overnight have moved now to 196 for three at T. 28 overs in the session, 82 runs scored. What's very important as well 
is that no wickets have fallen in the session for the West Indies. England might just be thinking about their tactics a little bit. Braffitt will go into the interval on 79. Blackwood will go into the interval on 50. A partnership worth some 95 runs. So then you're listening to the West Indies versus England. Second test at Kensington Oval here on TalkSport 2. We'll be back after the break. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. Chris Works first delivery after tea. Oh, it's half volley outside the off stump and it's driven gloriously through the offside by Craig Brathwaite. At uh, maybe only the second or third time that he's really hit the ball with intent and with... Well, he did in anger. It was a beautiful, <laughs> juicy half-volley, wasn't it, outside the off-stump. But a um, oh, good shot from uh, Craig Brathwaite. He'll enjoy that, Alex Tudor. Maybe it's the uh, start of things to come for this session. 200 up for the West Indies, 200 for three. Works again. That's full and very straight and driven 
Uh, beautifully by Brathwaite. He could have a second boundary in the over. Jack Leach chases and then gives up five metres to go. Jermaine Blackwood on strike as Matt Fisher is into him. And uh, that one is chopped away behind square on the offside. There's a chase on for Saqib Mahmood. I think the ball will win. And it will. That was just a bit too short and a bit too wide from Matt Fisher. And it was... It, he persuaded that one to the boundary, really. He just had a little chat with the ball and didn't try to hit it too hard. Just um, just pointed it in the right direction, and it just managed to get there. Yeah, he sort of just guided it down the third man, didn't he? Just using the hardness of the, the new ball. Saki mood with a dive, but not successful. And Blackwood moves on to 58. 214 for three. West Indies trailing by 293. Matt Fisher is in. Punched away behind square on the leg side, and... Uh, they're running away for four more. Back-to-back -back boundaries and very, very good cricket shots as well from uh, Jermaine Blackwood. He almost uh, allows himself a smile there. I'll tell you a funny story. One of uh, the teams on Chris Gale's also mighty list of T20 franchises was the Matabililand Tuskers, and it was, uh, I don't know, 12, 10, 12 years ago. Um, Zimbabwe Cricket asked if I could help them uh, to, to get a couple of uh, international pros, international stars um, to add a bit of luster to their T20 league and I thought how, well I'm going to head for, the, I'm going to go straight to the top and I don't know how I managed it but I, I got a number for Chris Gale and I thought well at least I can say I've tried <laughs> and um, he said um, when is it? <laughs> so I gave him the dates and he said well, I'll think about it give me a call tomorrow and so he said um how much money is it? And I, I took a deep breath and um, and and did you uh, tell him in Zimbabwe dollars? <laughs> <laughs> it's twenty million dollars, <laughs> cash. <laughs> and I gave, I gave him the number and um, and it was like twice what the the budget was for anybody else. And uh, there was a long silence on the end of the phone, and I was just waiting for the click, the hang up, and what seemed like. 30 seconds was probably no more than five or six and he said um, I'll need a suite <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking what oh a hotel suite right okay um, I said uh, I think we could probably do that Chris <laughs> cut a long story short he arrived and he scored a brilliant hundred um, against modest bowling must be said Goffey are you missing your life at, at Torx Borders one of the kings of football here. <laughs> um, yeah, 13 years I did here, Mark. 13 years on drive time. Very good at it, yeah. you were too. Enjoyed I've it, enjoyed it. Enjoyed doing the cricket and back doing the cricket now. So uh, if I want to enjoy it, I want to come back and done this. So yeah, it's a good company to work for. Enjoyed it. The amazing thing is, since I actually left about three months ago, I think I've watched about eight minutes of football. Because I've watched every single football match for 13 years. I've just had a total break from it. Why? You just fell out of love with it? No, I love football. But it's like anyway, when you do it every single day for 13 years, it's almost like I just needed a break from it. So I'm, I'm, I've, I'm getting it back now. And now I've just come in here. I've been walking around and football's on ever, obviously everywhere. Off cricket in here. But um, I'm going to go watch Barnsley, I think, next week. Um, I think it's next week they play Peterborough. So, uh, yeah, we're gradually getting back in there. you still got an interest in Tottenham? Of course. Of course. Good boy. Always Good. like it. 
Saqib now. That's a lovely shot. Well, punched down the ground. I think the shot of the day. Yeah, we'll go with that. Shot of the day. Proper straight drive. Quite Sachin Tendulkar-esque as he made sure he hit it just leg side of the non-striker's end. Takes him to 96. It does indeed, and that is a great shot. Again, full of length from Mahmood. That tends to be his chosen length in this game, on this pitch. Decent seam position, just drifted in, on towards middle stump, just punched it back there from Brathwaite. What a shot that was. Bottom, yes! Cracking delivery, a fast-swinging Yorker. And Saqib Mahmood has a test match wicket. Absolutely superb. We were talking about it. He's been bowling around that 132-133 mark. This one, 136, an effort ball. Oh, no, an effort ball, but I think it looks like he's overstepped the mark. It would have been his first test wicket, and the umpire's called no ball. Oh, I'm distraught for the kid. Here is Leach, and, uh, and that's... Well, it's a delicate shot. It's steered away down towards third man. This will be his 100. Craig Brathwaite brings up his 10th test match century with a delightful late-cut, skillful, deft. And he's got his helmet off, and he's acknowledging a standing ovation, not just from his teammates on the changing room balcony, but from the entire crowd, which is dominated by English supporters, but they have appreciated this effort as much as anybody and everybody else. Yeah, it's well played from me. I mean, Brathwaite showed terrific patience. He's stuck to his strengths. He's waited for that delivery to play his strongest shots. 100 off 278 deliveries. West Indies up against it still. A long way behind, but 238 for three. I'll, I'll tell you what I think's wrong with the modern game. Is but now because they don't play the warm-up games, the team's picked before they even get there. And, and that's what I disagree with. Do you know when you used to go on an Ashes tour, you had four or five games before the first test. So if someone wasn't getting a run, he, he didn't play in the first test, right? But I think now they pick the team for the test match before they even get there. So they know who's going to play and who's not going to play from the, from the moment they take off at Heathrow. You're absolutely right, you know, uh, Goffey. And, um, and, yeah, and you know, the reserves are, are told quite quite yeah. obviously they never um, get a game no practice games in between they're just there just to carry you drinks. can't even compete for a place no nope, can't compete and there's no practice games in between the tests so you only come in if someone gets injured or someone's had an absolute shocker for three games in a row Ben Stokes makes his way to the crease once again over the wicket in now excellent shot from Jermaine Blackwood just a push beats that fielder at short mid wicket and will go to the boundary wonderful bit of timing from Jermaine Blackwood excellent shot on the line of the leg stump Ben Stokes and he just on the front foot gentle push but the timing was supreme gets himself another boundary and he goes on to 82 to score 260 for three everybody's uh, got a, somnambulant air about them there's a bit of uh, sleepwalking going on and just genuine sleeping in the stands. Here's uh, Leach once yes. again, and uh, it's clipped way out towards mid-wicket. I'm not going to let you in, Jared. <laughs> was no, 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 you was can't. Was that woman poking with Hall? <laughs> waking him up. It? She was waking him up. Are you sure he was on the... I mean, that was incredible, wasn't it? She just kept poking him. <laughs> it was a massage on his shoulder. <laughs> Wake up, Wes, you're on telly. <laughs> He'd be handy on this pitch, though. He'd get a little bit of extra bounce.
Not now. By the way, did either of you pick up what song the DJ was playing between overs? Celebration. Who is he ta taking the mickey? Cool and the gang. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is there to celebrate? Well, a full, a full weekend of cricket. <laughs> no, no, Blackwood's approaching 100 in a minute. Well, play it then. Here is uh, Leach again. Blackwood rips it away off his pads out towards square leg. And they Ooh, no. thought about the run very seriously. In fact, in fact, they got into second gear. I reckon Blackwood was uh, three or four big strides down the pitch before he was sent back. He's a bit flaky, isn't he, on 99? And uh, steered away past slip for a single that brings Jermaine Blackwood his century. He raises both arms in the air immediately. And now the clenched right fist and the salute absorbing the applause, the standing ovation. Well played, Jermaine Blackwood. Will this be the innings that finally puts his test career on an upward curve and keeps it there? A hundred from 207 deliveries. Well done. He's had two moments of real fortune on naught and 65, but you need to make the best of your luck. So Lawrence to 59 and balls to Blackwood and Blackwood gets a oh. divvy outside the line. Austin he's wrapped in pad and he's given him. Blackwood has been given LBW not playing a shot. His shoulder arms. Lawrence had that one just outside the line. The Austin turning in to Blackwood. They're meeting to see if they were going to review that. They only have three seconds and they're going upstairs. Blackwood reviews. Oh my word. And he's out. Blackwood is gone, LBW. So the West Indies have now lost their fourth, and that's a good decision there from umpire Nigel Duggan. He's got that one right. 284 for four. Blackwood is gone, LBW to Lawrence for 102 from 250 balls. And he's still behind here to get the England team batted again or have the chance to uh, give them that offer, but they should get to 307. The Windy survived that to add to the drama and intrigue of a day that simply belonged to Craig Braffitt and Jermaine Blackwood to lesser extent. The two Bs, captain and vice-captain, rescuing the Windies who might have been in a little bit of trouble when the score was 101 for three at quarter past 11, but it wasn't till 20 past five that England were to get any success again. In between that time, Jermaine Blackwood helped himself to his third test century, Craig Braffitt to his 10th and the Windies all told 288 for four, with Bradford to resume on 109 tomorrow and Azari Joseph on four. England, 507 for nine declared. What a day of cricket that we've had. Just for the record, Wokes, 16 overs, seven maidens, done for 46. Fisher, 17 overs, five maidens, one for 44. Leach, the main man, 44 overs, 14 maidens, one for 97. Ben Stokes, 17 overs, eight maidens, one for 34. Saqib Mahmood, 15 overs, three maidens, done for 35. Dan Lawrence, five overs, two maidens, one for eight. And Joe Root, three overs, no maiden, none for 10. So then, the Windies will resume tomorrow. They're still behind 288 for four in search of 508. Well, that's it for another edition of Following On. Thanks uh, for listening. And if you ever have any ideas for guests or have questions for uh, the likes of Steve Harmison or Neil Manthorpe, feel free to tweet me at Fulham John or via at cricket underscore TS. And uh, either I or one of the team will make sure that your questions are read out uh, on the show at the earliest convenience. Also, please take the time to leave a review. And if you're already a subscriber, then tell your mates to do the same. 
And if you want more content from the likes of Steve Harmson, then head over to his YouTube channel and tell him I sent you. Thanks for listening to Following On. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.